Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes every Sunday and Monday morning. The inspiration for this podcast was a desire to talk about things that our younger selves needed to hear, whether that was 30 years ago, three years ago, or yesterday. This is a Sunday morning sobriety episode where I discuss all things related to physical and emotional sobriety. As always, it's important to remind everyone that I am not an expert or the final word on addiction, sobriety, or recovery. I began this series to share my experience, strength, and hope for anyone who is on a journey of physical or emotional sobriety. We are exploring step seven today. I'll share some of my own thoughts and reflections on this step, followed by some good questions and journal prompts for anyone interested in doing some of their own work on this topic. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Step 7. Humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. Once again, we are talking about humility. And if you've been following along the last few weeks as we have moved through the steps, you might be a bit surprised that at no point have the steps talked about ways to stop drinking or using drugs or gambling or cheating or overeating. At no point have the steps focused on our drug of choice, whether that was codependency or sex addiction or alcoholism. The steps are constantly moving us forward and focusing on our recovery in body, mind, and spirit. Step seven is reminding us that we have yet another opportunity to create a humble attitude towards our higher power and how we can use that as a roadmap or a template for every single relationship, interaction, situation, or predicament that we will find ourselves in from this point forward. This step is saying that if we can rely on humility to restore us to sanity and to strengthen the relationship between us and a higher power, then there is nothing in our lives that humility cannot improve. If humility in relationship with a power greater than ourselves can remove these shortcomings which have been slowly killing us or destroying our relationships or annihilating our self-esteem, what else can humility do? So many of us crawl into these programs completely beaten down physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially. And in that state, when we are finally broken open enough to receive some answers, we can be kind of shocked when we don't get the thing that we want. We almost want someone to tell us how to stop doing something. And instead, the steps are actually inviting us to start something completely different in our lives, which is one of the big misconceptions about 12-step programs. I've had friends say, you know, I don't need to go to that program to stop drinking or using. I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) But 
What about handling every other thing in your life? You know, if we just stop doing something, we haven't actually gained any new tools. So the steps are offering us a program for living. And when we come into these programs and we're finally kind of open to hearing what they have to offer, it can also be really challenging to hear the word humility because we tend to associate humility with humiliation or self-pity. And it's actually quite different. Humility is about getting right-sized and getting into right relationship with the world around us. And that includes our higher power. Humility is recognizing that sometimes our need to beat ourselves up or to torture ourselves over what terrible people we think we are or how broken we think we are or how unlovable we think we are is actually an act of grandiosity, equal and different from someone thinking too highly of themselves or bragging or using their ego to knock someone down. These things, while seemingly very different, are actually really similar in that they are both distorted and very disproportionate. Humility, much like any substance or emotion, can be so incredibly intoxicating. And if we are working a 12-step program of recovery, then intoxication of any kind, whether it's physical or emotional, is something that we really want to be aware of. So this step doesn't encourage us to seek out lightning bolt experiences with humility or these intense one-time aha moments. Instead, it guides us to develop a daily practice of getting right-sized. And always, always in any situation or relationship, returning to humility. And it's through this daily habit that we will begin to develop muscle memory of humility. And our ego, our self-will, our righteousness, that anger or grandiosity, all of those things will no longer be running the show. And I know that the world can tell you that, you know, if it doesn't happen fast and big, like you just have this like explosive awareness, that it doesn't mean anything. And in this step, we're reminding everyone that for us, it kind of seems to be the opposite. Like we don't want the drama. We want the daily growth. So if we're continually returning to humility and we're asking ourselves in every situation, am I being disproportionate? Am I being grandiose? Am I being dramatic? Am I being self-pitying? How can I return myself to getting right-sized? That's something that's a tool for living. And we will see that show up in other situations in our life and we'll see the benefit of it. So it's not just a one-time thing. This is something we will use throughout our lives. And it's just simply not enough for people in recovery to feel humbled. You know, that word feel is full of traps. (laughs) We must actively seek humility in our daily lives. And that's the essence of this step. A practice of humility can be very simple too. I'm not talking about complex things. Humility can just be looking in the mirror every day and seeking out an honest reflection 
without distorted perception, without the stories we tell ourselves about who we are, how good we are, how terrible we are, without this compulsive pull towards thinking that we are less than or greater than all the time. You know, I heard a saying very early on in 12-step programs that somebody shared, and it was, I don't think much of myself, but I'm all I ever think about. And I really feel like that applies to this step because that can be intoxicating. We can get lost in this story we tell ourselves about ourselves. And this step is saying maybe we need to get out of ourselves a little bit and to just look at ourselves honestly. When Bill Wilson, who laid the foundation for the AA movement, wrote the 12 steps back in 1938, he said, Humility is the clear recognition of what and who we really are, followed by a sincere attempt to be what we can be. The previous six steps have helped us to safely let go of layers of denial, ego, self-centeredness, and other liabilities that consume us. And the big shift in step seven is that we finally, maybe for the first time, stop thinking about what we are going to get out of life or what we're going to get out of relationships or situations. And instead, in humility, we start looking at what and how we can contribute to others in the world, how we can show up. Now, that may not seem like a big deal, but to be in addiction is to be in this contracted space of grasping. And it's through these steps that we begin to unfold and stretch, maybe for the first time in a long time. And we realize that every situation we walk into, every relationship, every challenge, they're all an invitation to see what we can contribute, not how can I be number one in this situation or how can I get more than the next guy? It's how can I show up? How can I be a humble servant to this moment? How can I be a worker among workers? How can I be in community, be part of the group, part of the team? What skills or contributions of mine are needed here? How am I uniquely qualified to be of service? And that's a massive shift for us. You know, we can overlook this step and be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just this one little thing. It's not like doing a huge inventory, but it's changing us in a way that we're going to see for the rest of our lives. Humility can also be seen as trusting that our higher power knows what we need better than we do. Our higher power knows where we are supposed to be, what we are supposed to be doing, and who we're supposed to be doing it with. And if we can just pause throughout our day and put down our armor and our character defects and our defenses and all of our good ideas, which are generally pretty terrible, we can pick up something greater, which is what a higher power has in store for us. And that is the essence of humility in this step. It's finally saying, maybe I'm not in charge. And maybe that's actually the best news that I've heard in a long time. Because I may not be in charge, but I am also a necessary part of a higher power's plan. 
I may just not be playing the role or wearing the costume or saying the lines that I would have chosen for myself, but what I'm doing here is very important. So I need to suit up and show up and be of service. What I really want to get across to everyone listening is that we don't come to step seven to learn how to grovel. We come to this step to show up for life on life's terms with acceptance and serenity. It's a good reminder about the purpose of the 12 steps. They're all about liberation. You know, it's not about feeling bad and beating ourselves up for the rest of our lives. Again, that's a huge misconception. I hear about these programs all the time, and I feel so bad when I hear that, that people think we just come and torture ourselves forever. You know, it's not about that. The 12 steps are about being able to walk into any room, to look anyone in the eye, and be at perfect peace because our side of the street is clean and we're ready to show up. And that's freedom. That's a freedom that a lot of people, even outside these programs, don't have in their lives. And so it's a huge gift, and we take it really seriously. And in the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, it is stated that the attainment of greater humility is the foundation principle of each of the 12 steps. So this step, Step 7, is an ongoing opportunity for us to embrace the pursuit of humility as a fundamental aspect of staying physically and emotionally sober. If you listen to this podcast, you have probably picked up that I am big on prayer and meditation. And I don't do it because I believe that by praying, I am changing an outcome. I actually have friends who really go out of their way to make the point that they think prayer is stupid and that I'm ridiculous for thinking that I am praying to some old man in the sky who will listen to me if I'm good or punish me if I'm bad. And honestly, when I hear that, it just tells me what other people think about prayer because it has absolutely nothing to do with what prayer means to me. For me, prayer is a way to connect with a higher power and to show up with willingness in action, and to let that power move through me and guide me. It's not about talking to Santa Claus in the sky. And I think that the seventh step prayer in this step is a great example of this. And that prayer goes like this. My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad, I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Now to me, that sounds a lot less like a Christmas wish list and a whole lot more like a roadmap for willingness. You know, and even if we don't believe these prayers with our whole heart, Maybe that's an amazing thing to say every day when we wake up, especially if we're in our ego and in our self-will, and we just start our day with about 20 seconds of opening ourselves up to a higher power's guidance and saying, even if it's just these 20 seconds, I'm going to be humble. So here are some questions and journal prompts to help guide you through working step seven. What defects will be most difficult for me to give up? 
what kind of situations, stressors, or pressures cause me to regress back into my defects of character? What actions can I take to lessen the likelihood of that stress and regression occurring? What person, situation, event, or thoughts cause me to lose hope? What person, situation, event, or thoughts restore my hope? How can I maximize these influences and experiences in my life? Is there a feeling, experience, or dynamic that I would like to recapture in my life? Describe in detail what we think that our lives will be like with our defects of character removed from us. Is there a time in your life when you felt that life had been especially good to you and good for you? When did you experience the greatest joy in your life? How has your understanding of a higher power grown since beginning the steps? How have the previous six steps prepared you for step seven? How does being aware of our own humility help us when working the seventh step? How do we plan to ask a God of our understanding or a higher power to remove our shortcomings? Are we comfortable with prayer and meditation, even if it means making up our own prayers? Have there been times when we've been able to stop from acting on a character defect and instead practice a spiritual principle? Since beginning the steps, are there any shortcomings that have been removed from our lives or have at least been diminished in their power over us? What do you think you can do to leave the world a better place and to accomplish your mission in life? I hope you enjoyed that episode, and I hope that some of those questions resonated. And until next week, make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform. Check out this week's playlist on my personal Spotify account. And join me on Instagram and TikTok for daily journal prompts at Love Letters and Mixtapes. If you enjoy this episode, consider making a monthly donation to support this podcast by clicking the link in my Instagram bio.